Uh, what's going on everybody it's wednesday and game night is now i had a whole plan to start doing different <laughs> intros but jeff has to clap like immediately at eight o'clock what's going on guys one. that's okay i'm never gonna do an intro for myself so. that's fine i'm dan joined as always by flipping sweet himself jeff what's going on and big papa steve hair like, quarantine hair is, is reaching critical mass like i'm, I'm honestly starting to think about getting like driving to delaware because they just announced that they're going to have their barbershops open to get a haircut look at if that it, look at that fine trim that i got just the other day because yeah, i'd even it up a little bit just out of the shower <laughs> it dries how it wants to yeah Game, there we are yeah the, the the problem is i like to shower at night and when i shower at night then the hair just kind of goes crazy as do i <laughs> But today, Wednesday, is our it's the busiest day of the week for me mm -hmm. uh, because we decided that if we wait till Friday and there's future panic, we don't get food. So we switched it to Wednesday where we get groceries. So it's like right after work, we run and get groceries. We come home uh, while she disinfects the groceries. I grab a shower while she showers. We do the doors, the walls, the floor, everything else. Hurry up and eat dinner, and then it's game night now. You know it. You know it. Sorry, I'm making some little tweaks here on the uh, the audio-wise. Steve's a lot louder than you are, as Fair usual. <clears throat> I don't know uh, what the deal is. If I need to turn my mic volume up, or... I don't know. I have Steve at, like, 66%, and you at 200, and Steve, 200. Is, and Steve is still louder than you. I think yeah, I have it. My... Nope, now I have Steve too quiet. Jesus Christ. What a What a production. Yeah. This is what happens when you Maybe clap I should have waited soon. to clap, yeah. Although, Jeff, your camera looks good. Dan, you look like you're playing out of Minecraft. Yeah, I don't know. You are pixelated as shit. You look fine on Twitch, but in Discord, you look like shit. That's just my face. Okay. Yeah, I never go to Twitch. I should probably take a look at that. All right. So now, if Jeff says hi. Hi. And Steve says hi. Hi. I think I have you guys balanced because we have <laughs> we have nobody in the chat to tell us if it sounds good or not. Oh uh, baby. Yeah, Dan, you actually do look good in, in stream, but on Discord you look like shit. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I mean you're like not getting me processed through Discord locally. Steve's still louder. Too loud. It's too it's it's just this is just the way it's gonna have to be. Yep. Just bring, bring it down a little bit. I uh, I had to take my usual 15 minutes of sound check to play with my dog because he is losing his goddamn mind today. He didn't get a walk because it has been raining since 10 a.m. Twitter. We just... went out in the rain at lunch. Did you? Yeah. You, you don't even have a dog to walk. No, I have a, a cat that that ran under my foot and got her paw clipped. Not full pressure clipped, just like a flyby. And she has been so pissed off about it like i did it intentionally <laughs> for like the did. last four hours like she looks like she's plotting my my inevitable demise once she figures out how to open cans it's on <laughs> if she figures out how to open cans she doesn't need you anymore exactly yeah, yeah. she can just be an independent cat that don't need no man then she's gonna use that razor sharp lid to cut your jugular mm-hmm well it's only if you cut open your cans the top way if you open it the side way they're nice and sideway to open a can with a pull top. Oh, there's pull tops. There she is. Yeah, what am I doing? She's like, I know I'm being talked <laughs> that, about. That speak. lighting definitely looks like ominous. Speak isn't it? of the devil, and he shall appear. 
Yeah, like if I shake her treat, she's like, hey, oh, uh, sorry, sorry, my hand, my hand. Oh, I, so <laughs> I can't believe you did this to me. My, I uh, did this to me. Yeah, my dog is a big wuss like that, too. Like, I, I cut one of his nails. What he thought was too short totally wasn't. I mean, we had no mm -hmm. bleeding, totally fine. He refused to put any pressure on it for, like, the rest of the night. It was, yeah, he's a wuss. We, we had a dog today, just a random dog walking itself on our walk today. And like, I was like, is that dog belong to that house? And because it, it was just standing in this driveway. So we're like, all right, whatever. We're just going to do our loop and walk past. Didn't give two shits about us. And then we got to the other side and he ran across the street to the other house. Like, oh, no, this is my house. <laughs> and I was like, all right, do I help this dog? It's in a cul-de-sac. There's not a lot of traffic up here. And as soon as I go, hey, dog, what's up? It's like, Rrr! And I was like, all right, all right, fine. Get hit by a car. It's on you. I tried to help. I actually, I know the names of all of my neighbor dogs, and I don't know any of my neighbor's names. So I've got like a nice tally. I feel that way about friends' children. Yeah. I've seen them. I know they exist. I don't care to know their names. Hmm. That's fine. Until That's they're old enough. I feel about family's children. I, I know, <laughs> I know, I think I know your daughter's name, but uh, it'd be a stab in the dark at this point. <laughs> for like four years i forgot my cousins had three kids <laughs> and i kept being like who the fuck is this guy <laughs> shemp over there yeah. i'll give you a hint for steve's daughter it is the spice one of the best <laughs> spices to put in sausage if you're making breakfast right. sausage I, I i had assumed it was sage but... <clears throat> that's the best you could do sausage i mean that's what that's the only place i use sage i don't know where else to put sage besides breakfast sausage I assumed that's why you named her that. Yeah, I can't think of another reason. Yeah, not the least a bit. <laughs> you guys been playing any video games? Steve? Did you beat me this week, Steve? N no, I did buy a new game for my laptop because I was spending more time upstairs, so I was playing Heroes of Hammerwatch. That sounds like the most mobile phone game I've ever heard in my entire life. It also sounds like something I'd probably own and not know I own it. Yeah, no, it's it's right up Dan's alley. It's an isometric uh, pixel graphic roguelike. Procedurally no, generated. Procedurally yeah. generated. <laughs> but it's got, the, it's got the progression that I like because uh, you basically go into the, the dungeon doomed and when you come out, you retain your level and there may or may not be checkpoints that you can dump your cash and town resources and so when you die and respawn, you can sort of build up your town, which in turn builds up your character. It's fairly fine, but uh, I just need something to like dick around with on the couch when there's a show I don't really want to watch or we just have some time. I mean, I don't mind those mechanics, like run-based games that, you know, you have to decide how long you want your run to continue yeah. and without risking, like your Dark Souls-style Spelunky um I don't know that that style of game where you're like how long do I want this run run to go? How long do I I have a lot of good stuff? Do I want to risk it? Do I want to keep going? That's fine. It's it's really procedural generation that just irks me. <laughs> it's the levels aren't really big enough to notice, but I guess it is kind of nice to have some variance. Plus, every time you go in, there may or may not be something cool in there, like a hidden wall or a fucking portal to who knows where. So. I don't know, it's it's fine, but um, I didn't want to pick up 
too much because I'm still holding out for Terraria. Although I did purchase Metal Gear Solid Five and Monster Hunter World during that's right. Old you week. we didn't know what happened to you this week. You were replaced by a different Steve that buys games. They're still yeah. old games, granted. They're still old games, but he bought two, <laughs> three games from what I'm hearing in the last seven days. Yeah. So those are going to be on my plate. That's like a uh, Jeff Monday. Yeah. That's like a Jeff evening. <laughs> the only difference is Steve's going to play 400 hours of each over the next <clears throat> yeah. nine months, and you probably have, what, an hour in Monster Hunter? Uh, not even. Those tutorials are no joke. I, <laughs> I can't sit through that. I'm bullshit. surprised when Jeff is like, man, I played that game all the way up to the end of character creation. It was a, it was a blog. <laughs> Monster Hunter is a game I have tried. I've tried it multiple times. I own it on multiple platforms. I have tried to get into it and I cannot. I feel like world is, you know, changed enough from that original model that it might be something that would grab me. It kind of feels like that MMO style you know, grind for gear to to beat a bigger monster with with other people type situation that I might enjoy. The problem I run into is I pick a weapon that's advanced, and I don't know what a good starting weapon would be, and then I end up uh, not liking the combat at mm -hmm. all because it's too difficult for somebody who's new to the game. I played Dauntless, the the free to play like clone, um, and had a decent time with it. But it's it's a it's a game that I definitely think would be more fun that with some other people to play with than, mm -hmm. than just grouping with randos all the time. Jeff, question for you. Sure. And Dan, when you start a game, what class do you gravitate towards given the standard archetypes, you know, melee, magic, ranged, however you want to do it, healer, tank? Uh, I usually like to be some sort of knight, but with a little bit of magic. Okay. <clears throat> I'm a, I'm uh, or I'll go archer. I'm a complete mutt. In Final Fantasy XI, I was a tank. In WoW, I was a mage. In fourteen, I'm a bard, which is a ranged DPS class. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I really, I don't really gravitate towards anything in particular. I will generally do magic, if available. Wizards, mages, whatever. And then anything that has range after that. I mm -hmm. tend to stay real far away from melee. And the only time I ever did tank was in Final Fantasy XI, and I enjoyed it. But that's that's a whole different world because that's an active party-based thing. Like, you have to play with other people. You have to coordinate. And that actually lends itself to having more fun. Yeah. But I would never choose to be just a, a tanky, like, please hit me while I stand mm -hmm. here type character in any other situation. Yeah, in, in, like, a single, like, I'm trying to think, like, in Skyrim... I played like a like a magic, mostly magic. You know, I'm trying to think of other single player games where I could pick a class. I don't know. I like I said, I'm just kind of all over the place. I tried to do magic in Skyrim, but I found myself just arrowing the shit out of people, so I just turned into an archer because mm -hmm. that game in particular lends itself to it because you just sneak around and poke people with arrows all day, then yeah. steal everything that's not bolted down. Well, I was a early adopter on the playstation 3 which had that memory leak so i never <laughs> went back to that game because it was a piece of hot garbage jeff what have you been playing uh a lot of old stuff yeah i picked up a copy of golf club 2019 for my dad this week Ooh. Uh, because he's been playing the old shitty version of golf club i have some golf club news do you yeah 
Golf Club, mm. uh, the team that made Golf Club is working with uh, 2K, and they're making PGA Tour 2K21. Nice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he uh, he has not really had the chance to uh, socialize with his children. Uh, so I was like, next time it's on sale, I'll pick him up a copy. And like literally as that sentence came out of my mouth, I found it on sale. I was like, all right, he's getting a gift for Mother's Day. Uh, <laughs> So I played a couple around a golf with him. Uh, I've been playing Project Cross Zone again. That's my my handheld fix. Uh, dip back in. I'm on a mission I can't beat in XCOM. Uh, so I'm just bashing my head against the keyboard trying to figure it out, and I can't. Explosives. Uh, Nothing but explosives. I only have one grenade. And then, so the the you, <laughs> what you, you, how are you playing that game? <laughs> you you breach in because everybody else has a med kit. So it's a three-tiered match where you breach three different rooms to get to the cult leader. And he's surrounded by fucking goons. And you have two flimsy metal uh, cover system at the top. You need to shut off a generator in the middle of the room on this side, the middle of the room on that side, and kill him. He gets to go every three turns and attack twice. So you have to focus all of your energy on him and then every like four turns they get reinforcements. So you just end up getting uh swarmed to death and it's it's not fun. That sounds but like a job for everybody having grenades. Everybody needs grenades, but because it's back to back to back snare rooms that you have to clear, you need those health kits too. Yeah. No, you're you're fucked. Sorry. Yeah, I'm I'm just gonna keep keep plugging away because I picked the mode where I only get one save file, so I do have to start from scratch. Hmm. Um, I played a little bit more Cold Steel too. I'm almost back to where I was on the PC that kept crashing. So I'm uh, almost to new story content. And I went back and played a weird game, uh, Operation Darkness for the Xbox 360. Let me let me sell it for you here. Go for it. I don't uh, it is one. a it is a World War II historical strategy JRPG <laughs> alternate timeline where you fight Hitler's vampires with uh, your werewolves and it's published by atlas it sounds like a perfect game for you Can it you is an absolutely perfect game <laughs> I, I i missed it what, what was that it is a historically inaccurate there's bits of real world world war ii history fan fictioned with uh anime nazi zombie or nazi vampires there's werewolves it's a it's a janky ass game what, but what it, it's so game? cool What's that? What's the name of it? Operation Darkness. Uh, oh, Steam is totally broken. It's not on Steam. It's a 360 exclusive, and it's getting pricier now. Well, that's the end of that, then. <laughs> <laughs> that's the end of that chapter. But, uh, yeah, that's uh, I was playing that. Fucked around with my pinball table a little bit this week. I'm, I'm, I got it set up where, like, everything works. Balance board's it, back in place. Balance board is back in place because I made it too tall. Um and I played a little guitar. I uh, watched Rhythm Zach. I had to remember his name now. Uh, he's been streaming Rocksmith, so I watch his stream and play along to whatever he's playing. Cool. I uh, just been playing Final Fantasy fourteen. I need to get this Nerd. out. Of, I need to get this out of my system <laughs> before uh, Last of Us and Ghost of Tsushima come out. But uh, I'm surprised at how many people are still doing story content because that game 
gates you off. Like you have to do the story to get to end game. And the story involves raids duties. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I queued up in the duty finder and I was like, I'm never going to get a group like this. This is like, you know, two expansions ago. Nobody's doing this shit. Like five minutes later, full party. It's like, this is crazy. A lot of fun. I thought they added bots for the instance stuff. These weren't bots. These were definitely people. Either that or they have very high-tech bots that talk to you and respond to what you're saying. I'm sure you had real people, but don't they also... Uh, I don't think you understand this. There's real MILFs in his area that want to meet him. Yeah. (laughs) Were they all named, like, average... They don't Tech support white girls like Cindy, Candy, uh, <laughs> Jody. <laughs> they could you they, uh, they could like dual they could have the bots text you while playing Final Fantasy fourteen. They could do, do dual, dual dual purpose. Hey, what's your credit card number? <laughs> <laughs> so um starting things off, Jeff Keeley of G- Game Awards. Friend of the Spain, show. Um did probably <laughs> the smartest thing that I've you know, ever heard of and just pretty much owned the summer. He announced Jeff Keeley's Summer of Game Fest. And it's literally just like a Jeff Go- Jam 2020. It's just a Google calendar of all the announcements. So he'd somehow managed to brand everybody else's announcements with his, you know, promotion. Uh it starts off with an Xbox um they're calling it like XO20 or something like that. It's a virtual event that's tomorrow because they're cowards and don't want us to critique it. And they know we're going to forget about it by next Wednesday. And um, so these are, this is filling the void from like what E3, like we're E3 and GDC summer and probably PAX, which they haven't actually announced a cancellation yet, but it's definitely going but to be canceled. it's going to get canceled. Um, you know, it's going to fill the void of all those things. And are you guys interested in all about, you know, online fan festival type shit? Is that something that you would uh, tune into? Yeah. As somebody who never uh, goes to these like E3 press Mm -hmm. briefing kind of things, that's how I consume them to begin with. Yeah. Literally nothing changes for me except I have to see Jeff Keighley's face more. (laughs) Steve? Not not terribly interested. If I, if I was, more intimately involved with the gaming ecosystem and you're on a game podcast a weekly gaming podcast you know what he's really hyped for is e3 2017 (laughs) (laughs) yeah if this was this was like 10 years ago when i would just automatically buy the hot shit when i was jeff (laughs) then uh i would be glued to the screen just all day long when E3 was going on, just refresh, refresh. Like, what cool shit is coming out? I want to see it. I want to know it. I want to. I want to check it out. But uh, not so much nowadays, just because there are a handful of cool things that I want, and the rest of it I'm just going to wind up waiting for because I either don't have the time or the money to spend on yeah. like whatever new IP. Plus, uh, since I have been around the block a few times, then getting burned by games is still a thing for me <laughs> so i don't want to spend 60 dollars on final fantasy 7 immediately when it comes out just to find out it was a hunk of shit the entire time sure i can pretty good game though yeah i can wait three days and get some reviews now i'm i'm a sucker for this stuff like i i will watch any press conference any briefing any literally any anything so i'm i'm digging this i the the actual e3 stuff 
while really cool because it condensed it all into like three days, like you knew that you were going to get three big press conferences back to back to back. Um, it's still really cool that, you know, they're going to be pushing more things like this. And it, this is inevitably what the future of game announcements are going to be. Nobody's going to want to pay for an EA E3 stage if they can still, you know, captivate the same size audience and still drum up the same amount of Millennials interest. killed video game presentations. Yeah. No, it's... I'm, I'm happy seeing the highlights. Mm. And even then, just like, what was the cool stuff? Like, I don't want to watch a stage where they pony up a bunch of games. See, I'm, I'm the exact okay. opposite. Like, e even if I'm watching a replay of, like, a press conference, I will go dark just so I can watch the press conference in its completion. Because I, I enjoy the the reveals and the surprises. No, I, I'm like, I got I I'm, I'm like that way about esports like when the international was on i don't want to watch replays i want to watch it live at that moment so i can feel like i'm connected with it and all the twists and turns and the cool shit that happens i'm experiencing it at the same time as everybody else when i'm just like i don't i'm just avoiding the scores and then i try to do a replay it's not quite as good Mm -hmm. I, I appreciate how into it dan gets as well because i do remember e3 last year uh, in the Discord, it was just like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, that's yeah. awesome. It's, I friggin', so cool. it's back <laughs> in the old G4 days when, you know, I could just skip class and watch press conferences all day. I mean, it, it was awesome. I, you know, I especially sitting watching with somebody else that is equally passionate about, which is now I'm doing with you over Discord. Just like, did you see that? Did they announce that? It's, I have a lot of, I have a, you know, it's, it's a lot of fun. And yeah, th this is the outlet for all of that. Like, ah, oh, video games are cool because everybody else is just like, you're still talking about video games. <laughs> I, I don't give a shit about what pinball table is coming out next year. Hey, I'm excited <laughs> for you when there's pinball tables announced. I get pretty excited. But uh, this, this is my question for this. Would you be willing to pay money to attend a virtual, uh, you know, fan event? depends on what was given outside of just general news so like just having presentations and and you know access to panels and so if things you like say that. so if you had panel access and say you get the announcement for free but there were show floor demos you could play at home mm -hmm. i think i would i would maybe pay like 10 bucks for that what about shitty loot for your favorite game i already have a twitch prime account yeah i was gonna say there's a, there was 11 things i needed to check through on my twitch prime it's a new month it means we got yep. new games speaking of what's epic have for uh free this week it's i i don't know i always I feel like they give away so many free games that it's not news when they give away a free game so i'm never like nobody ever puts it on reddit or you you know see a post about it anywhere like this I, podcast going live is my reminder to go check the Epic Game Store. So, do they refresh every week? Because we could just start the show out with the Epic Free Game of the Week. Yes, I think it's Tuesdays they uh, refresh. Look, look, look it up. You're the next segment, the Epic Free Game of the Week. Uh, I would, I would pay, I would pay. And so similar to what you were saying, I, I'm not necessarily with the demos, which is cool. I don't think I need that as much as if there was some, you know, really interesting panels especially some interactivity with some q a uh, especially if it was something i was really interested in. i could see myself going to 
you know, a, a comic con or a, a video game conference like that and paying money to get in and probably having more fun than actually going to the real thing. I'm actually going to pay for a digital event here shortly. Uh, Bob Odenkirk and David Cross from Mr. Show are doing a charity uh, like live read podcast with mm-hmm. the old cast of Mr. Show. They're doing a Zoom call. You can buy a digital ticket to watch it. Cool. I would do that. I would pay for digital events as a simulacrum for things you can't go mm-hmm. see now. Because I'm actually, now that I'm thinking about it, we have tickets to go see John Cleese in October. Oh god damn it, that's such a good show. I hope it does not get canceled. Really. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at it like I don't know if that's gonna be a he, thing. He he I plays uh Holy Grail and then does a QA. No, this is just a night with John Cleese, so that's what it is. Holy Grail. It's... They'll they'll play the Holy Grail for you first and then he'll do like an hour and a half of Q and A. It's uh it's nice. The uh, this this has just gotten me I, my my new million dollar idea. I have coworkers that like to go to like horror conventions, but they they're basically just B actor conventions where just a bunch of actors that you didn't realize were still alive are there You're signing autographs. <laughs> and I think that we need to create a digital version of that where you can get into like a breakout room with like Hulk Hogan. And we'll talk to him for 15 seconds so, and take so, a digital picture with him. I can get a digital signature of Kevin Sorbo. I can't wait. So real real talk, I had an idea for an app this week. Um, well, you better not, it better not be too good of an idea because of the, um, hold on, the five people that are watching right now might steal your idea. That's all right. If somebody can will this into existence, I do think it is a, uh, it is a great idea. And it is a, a web platform like Zoom, but you for comedy shows. So people buy the ticket and they have their mic set up mm-hmm. so that a comedian can do a live show and get a live reaction. But then you have a moderator that if somebody's like, no, Jimmy, the chicken palm's not done yet, they can <laughs> mute that microphone. But you still get the experience of a live comedy show with live standup and the correct reaction. Because if you watch a comedian tell a joke now with no audience, he looks like a oh, psychopath. Yeah, the the night <laughs> like the the um, like Jimmy Kimmel's of the world, mm-hmm. where they're still pausing for laugh, but there's no laugh actually there. Yeah, it's it's rough. John Oliver is uh, not John. a great watch for that. I, the thing is, I think John Oliver of yeah, all of I, them is the one that's doing the best. Like, can't oh, yeah. anymore. He is, but the, he'll still like leave himself that spacer, and you're just like. It's funny, but there's no, there's no, nobody laughing. You could just, you could just have a laugh track button. Now, this is a very good idea, Jeff. What is the, what is you the could, Big Bang Theory? If you, um, if not only a moderator, but somebody actually actively sound mixing. So if you have like a thousand people in there, you could level out that laughter so that it mm-hmm. comes in as one unison sound and like nobody's louder than anybody. That you yeah. really can't hear heckling over now, top the, of like the, the only roar. downside is I have no technical expertise to make this happen. Uh, you're talking to the right guy. Now, what you need to do you is need give to, me a prototype. We'll Shark Tank you need this to have virtually. A, uh, a gauntlet mode like the old school uh, comedy showcase things. So you can have like voting, a digital like, uh... like a meter for how funny it is. And then you can start cutting uh, comedians that don't make the cut. That's an even more brilliant. If this doesn't exist already, like a stand up, like an open mic style app where mm-hmm. you come on 
and you're in a queue of comedians and it's just gong show style where tell jokes if you can make it your full whatever five minutes whatever your your open mic set is you get an achievement or if they boo you off the stage the next person comes up you know they made an exact sort of version of that that was almost like your knees would come up i don't know what a what platform it was but i i watched this guy do it and people would just come up and just say the most racist shit until everybody got them off the stage. It was just a platform for the KKK. As there, well. there was, yeah, there was a VR game like that, I think. That's what it was. It was VR. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Give it enough time, white supremacists will show up. It's. Okay. I mean, they're 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 there always. It's just giving them a platform to talk. Yeah. All you have to do is say one thing and you're gonna get an end bomb dropped on you without a second thought that was like the first stream that mex did he had a a racist come in within like the first Mm -hmm. 20 minutes of being on you're the one that saved him because we didn't realize the joke i had to ban somebody immediately and i was like jesus man we've been streaming for like five minutes and there's already racists here (laughs) i don't know how to segue out of that but uh jeff jeff other things that jeff's wrong about like racism um the stadia controller connects natively now no yeah does it is that real it does that was news today oh geez how did i miss the stadia news you can actually use the stadia controller with stadia now across all Uh, platforms like you can bring it with you from well you gotta be on the you gotta be on the network (laughs) what do you that's that doesn't even make any sense not i thought the whole purpose was that you didn't need to be on the same network that you could you're talking right to the server if you're using an Xbox One or a PS4 controller, you can. But if you're using a Stadia controller, you need to be on your Wi-Fi network. Well, yeah, that, that's how it works. Like, you, you put the controller on the network, and the controller doesn't actually talk to the game. It talks to the server. Right. Uh, that's amazing. You can do that now. That's that's great. That was promised a long time ago. <laughs> no, what so I was going to say you were wrong about... Gaming. What you were wrong about is The Last of Us Part Two, and it not coming out until next year. Hang it has on, gone gold, and we have a release date. And there nah, was a tra- still time to hold up. And there was a trailer that launched today. And skipped it. I'm on 100 media blackout on that. I'm game. not going to tell you what happened in it. I'm just going to tell you that I'm going to have nightmares for literally the rest of my life. The Last of Us Part One. I used to have vivid, me- like vivid dreams every single night about that world that they built and what happened mm. because it was just so like involved and just. You know, I'd think about it and like I'd play it and then I'd tell my girlfriend about it at the time. She's my wife now. And it's just I've heard of her. She's mentioned she, her once she, or twice. She exists. I promise. She comes home from wine tastings a little tipsy. That she's was just, that fun. was that wasn't wine tastings, it was gin. The gin drinks. Sorry. Right. It's a it's a classy drunk. So you're on me so you're on full blackout <laughs> there she for is. So you wife. Is she in the chat? She yep. is in the chat. <laughs> so you're on full blackout. You're not uh... like your wife at a gin tasting on multiple blackout for the last of us two. <laughs> I'm gonna get yeah, hit once, when I go upstairs. Once, uh, if you need a place to stay, there's a hotel or motel six down the street. Um, now, once the ending of it was leaked, oh yeah, I don't. I I I was out. I was like, yeah. Nope. No more. No more of this. I had a friend of mine text me. Well, I'm not buying The Last of Us 2 now. I just saw how it ends. And I was like, do not tell me how it ends. I mean, why would you? I mean, unless somebody, like, maliciously told you the ending, like, it's your fault for going to look for it. Like, I haven't haven't purposely, like, I haven't put, like, Twitter filters on or anything to avoid it. But um, I'm not looking for it. 
No, I'm actively not looking for it. If I see uh, Joel or Ellie come up anywhere, I go, nope, nope, go on, move on. Don't tra- care. It was a very, very nice trailer today. Um, unnecessary because I, I mean, I think I feel like the people that are going to buy The Last of Us Two have already made their mind up, and I don't know that a trailer is going to I, change I anything it about last that. Year, yeah. <laughs> when it originally had its release date for like two months ago. Yes, I bought it in. I think November of last year. The the this game almost feels like it should have a more mature rating than an M. <laughs> like there should be, there should just be some you know not that adults makes, only. I'm excited for this. It's not like a like a <laughs> pornography game, so adults only doesn't really isn't good. But like just like you know, there's M games that like kids you probably shouldn't let your kids play. You know, your your Call of Duties. Yeah, they're called M games. Yeah. <laughs> Then there's this, and these are these are ones that I think can just really emotionally scar somebody. And uh, this is, I'm, I this can't is wait. What they would, this. If this was a movie, it's what they call a hard R. Yeah, yeah. Now this is, this, I can't wait. I'm my wife. If you're still in the chat, don't anticipate me being around for a good three days. I anticipate probably having a beat in three days. I wonder if I'm going to have the same issue with that as I do the Final Fantasy VII remake. Because I know that the second part of the Final Fantasy remake is nowhere near ready to come out. Mm-hmm. And I'm dragging my feet with it because I don't want that show. I waited, what, five, six years for that game? Well, Final Fantasy, we were longer than that. Final Fantasy seven, twenty thirteen, 2013, right? Was an, what they showed the tech game. demo for the PlayStation 3 That's right. relaunch. And that was what, 2006? Five? Yeah. And then they but, announced uh, it in 2013, and then it finally came out in 2020. I'm, I'm having trouble getting through it because I don't want to just plow straight through. And, and in, a, in a game like Final Fantasy, like I can understand that because there's side content. And I, like that's the same way I felt about Breath of the Wild. I was really mad at myself for beating it because um, there's so much more side content to do. And I finished like 26% of Breath of the Wild before credits rolled. Yeah, I can go back to that game. And I will go back to that game with fresh eyes because I haven't played it since December Switch launch year. I need to I need to just start over. I, I I dropped back in and I was right in front of a guardian, and it just fucking shot me right away. I'm like, well, you get good with those uh, shield timing. Not after over two years of not playing, like having that that laser coming flying at you as soon as you log in, it doesn't give you a whole lot of time to practice. I'm gonna use the still of Steve just quietly and patiently waiting for something to come in his wheelhouse as like the background <laughs> for future video calls. <laughs> just you could yeah, just gotta get just a couple five second, ten second clip that you can loop. Yeah. With nods and oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Steve, Terraria had a, an announcement today about journey mode. What the hell is journey mode? Uh stop from... believing. Yeah. Great one, Dad. <laughs> I'm going to get my, uh, ah, what are the old dad shoes? No, my New Balance is out. Hey, 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 <laughs> listen. Skater <laughs> XL. Kickers, yeah. Skater XL has a release date. I think it's called Skater XL. Skate XL. It's some new skateboarding game that comes Skate out. Skate XL it's, or Sessions? It's not Sessions. It's Skate XL. Okay. I think it comes out next month. The first logo that comes up in brands that are included in that game are New Balance. New Balance mm-hmm. has a whole skate line. New Balances are yeah. cool. No, no, see, no, 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 new, no new, it's, it's really new wrong. balances may very well be cool, but like 
stock all white New Balance. That's not what not I wear. Cool. That's not what I wear. <laughs> I wear bright colored, you know, classic retro throwback New Balances. Uh, Booger Doodle, no, could you please come into chat? Let us know if his shoes are old man shoes or not. <laughs> the I'm... only reason they're in there is because Tony Hawk is now an old dad that has to wear New Ooh, Balances. <laughs> that is a great call. All the skaters you grew up with are old as shit now. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Their their dad's about to be grandparents at this point. Uh anyway, so, yeah, for question. Yeah. Steve <laughs> Steve Perry mode in Terraria. Yeah. Uh, much better take on my joke. I did a quick read of it and it so sounds no journey like outs. No. Did anybody pick up a basketball reference for fuck's sake? Somebody has to have seen basketball. I, have, I thought you said Rick years. Perry, and I was like, isn't that like a, that's a governor that's from like, Florida yeah. or some shit like that? Steve Perry. Continue. Best movie featuring Real Big Fish, by the way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Team America's underrated. Also um, a very good movie. Yeah, Terraria. Journey mode. I, I will never die. <laughs> <laughs> Journey mode sounds like a more interactive sandbox. Mm-hmm. Like, you know how Minecraft has creative mode? Yeah. It, it's basically that, but it has a point. So you can play it however you want because you can unlock unlimited items after finding a certain amount of those items. I was going was, was to say, like, the second sentence on this page is, this is not creative mode. Yeah, it's it's a take on creative mode, yeah. though. So it's like after you feed the game 100 pieces of wood, you can spawn an infinite amount of wood. So the early game materials, you'll just be able to have an infinite supply of. But it didn't really get into how many of what you need to feed to this magic box because it said you can create anything. And I was like, oh, that's cool. But if I wanted to make an infinite supply of high-end gear, how many fucking, like, diamond helmets do I need to feed the machine? Yeah. So, I mean, it's, all, it's... all it really says is the, you know, the early stuff, if you feed it 100, do research on it, now you can duplicate it. Yeah, and it has um, difficulty sliders for almost every aspect of the game. You can change date, the time, the wind direction, the spawn rate. Um, so... It's it's a pretty cool idea if you want to give yourself a custom challenge because it's up to you to use or not use any particular aspect of it. Uh, one of the things that I didn't really get at first until I read was there's a toggle switch for God mode, which is a very creative mode thing. It's the only reason to to flick that, I had thought. But then it said that they also call it kid mode. And the idea is if you play with people who aren't very skilled or you're trying to teach a young child you can flip on the god mode so you don't have to worry about them getting killed and getting pissed and they can still interact with everything like normal and i was like actually that's a, that's not a bad idea that would be great for teaching my daughter later down the line instead of being like all right hi dear this is the hardcore <laughs> server that i started <laughs> and you're dead. like enjoy the game uh it it has the ability to eliminate some of the basically the pain in the ass aspects to the game because once you get if you're at the end of the game, uh, there's random shit starting like every five minutes, and it fucking sucks. Like I've I have saves in my old school games that are basically unplayable because every day 
there's an eclipse happening where you get swarmed with enemies. Every night there's a blood moon where you get swarmed with enemies. If you have it set to Halloween, a Halloween event comes up and you get swarmed by enemies. Um, after you activate the second half of the game, whatever corruption and whatever holy area that are in the game, they start to spread. They'll infect the entire map eventually, which is an interesting thing the first time. It fucking sucks later because your entire map will eventually time. become one of two biomes. It'll overwrite everything. And that that's just really fucking annoying. So in this mode, you can eliminate infection. You can just, like, it won't spread. And you can preserve your map. So it does have a lot of cool aspects. I was actually a little bit more interested that that game doesn't support mods very well. The architecture of it just doesn't and some guy basically had to make a backdoor hack for the mod scene to pop up and now they added his mod background thing into the game itself so now you can have like essentially cleared mods which is good because that's a much better way to get what you want out of the game than a, a special creative mode that's cool so is this is this mode something for you or is, is it just some something like for you know, new people to come in and and avoid some of the pain that maybe uh, a seasoned vet wouldn't care that much about. I think it's an interesting way to play, and I would probably screw with it, but I don't think it's my speed. Because the only thing I would have used it for is cheating. Mm -hmm. Like I would have gone into it and just made myself a million stacks of wood and imported it into another save so I could build without having to farm wood till the end of days but um it's easy enough to cheat anyway because all the maps are stored locally so you can just copy and paste the map over and over again and just keep putting stuff on your character in between and you can just duplicate whatever you want so um no probably not yeah, it's still nice to see them uh, still innovating this many years later, and uh, I hope the game is everything you hoped of or you dreamed of when it comes out in uh, a couple of weeks. Yeah, I hope so too. I need a break from reality. I need to get sucked into a game for a while. Uh, well, a Absolutely. game that you're not going to get sucked into is Modern Warfare because your hard drive's not big enough. Yo, guys, did you guys read this article? Do you want to take a shot? Uh, Do you want to take a shot? Gigabytes for 100, 185 gigabytes on the PS4 and Xbox. So Mother of God. I don't know what the fuck they're adding because I have not played anything new in that game. Every time I log on, it's a 50 gig update. I, they yep. must just not be cleaning their files up. Like, that's the only thing that I can think of is instead of replacing files, they're just re downloading stuff or, or downloading new stuff and just leaving the old shit on. It does not feel optimized. No, that's that's insane. For for moving moving to flash storage on the next gen, which I think we've they've announced that it's a terabyte on the Xbox and eight hundred and forty gigs on the PlayStation Five. If one game is taking up a fifth of your hard drive, that's that can't be. It, it and right. we're not even into the four K texture packs and stuff like that yet. How big was that? Almost 200 gigabytes. Gig, I think he said. Yeah, it's uh, 100, 180 on on Warfare on PC and 185 on PS4 and Xbox. Yeah, Destiny 2 is considered a fairly bloated game, and it only has mm, nears makes no difference 92 
I remember when um, Red Dead Redemption 2 came out and it was a like 90 gig install and people were like, mother of God, we're doubled that. That Like, that's mm-hmm. insane. I, I don't know. They, they're going to have to figure something out because data caps are going to prevent people from enjoying a game, even, you know, the, and that, that's just not cool. Call of Duty is going to ruin it for Stadia. Stadia doesn't stand a chance. But the, the thing is, Call of Duty is a perfect example of why Stadia is a better option. Like, that's that's the, the you just made the exact wrong point there. If, instead I of can, having to dig, download, oh, instead of having to download a 200 gigabyte game onto your local you drive. Six hours of Call of Duty in 4K. <laughs> six hours. Yeah. yeah, look at that. My my argument stands as valid. No, no, I disagree. It uses it'll use more data in the long. Have run you played six hours of Call of Duty: Modern Warfare? I have. I we can't. actually got fucked over by that latest update uh, on Sunday. We were gonna play, it and then it was like, up, oh, hang on, I need to do an update, and then it was varying slow PS4 download times. So I had it ready because I prepared. Uh, and then we, we ended up playing NHL 20, waiting for everybody else to update. And then by that time, it was midnight, and I haven't played since. <laughs> that brings us to this week's Flobin 5, which I can't remember what it is. So, Jeff, take it away. Uh, I changed it, and then I realized I didn't have five. Uh, so give me one game from your archive of games that I should play. From my arc, I don't have a very good... I, I was in a blockbuster kid growing up. So, like, I didn't start buying video games until, like, 2015. Then we have no Flippin' 5 this week. <laughs> you, threw out, you threw out favorite Star Wars games. And well, that was only, the thing. Like, is, you guys didn't seem very interested. It was it was Star Wars Day, which is just a, just a have, really annoying holiday. I have two. And I do hate Star Wars Day as much as I hate seeing memes with the word Chicky Nuggies in it. Yeah. Yep. Um, yep. I might not be the target demographic for a baby. There's there's a there's a guy that does cooking videos which I enjoy, but he is very big on saying chicky nuggies all the time, and I don't like it. Yeah. Nah, well, nah, we'll, we'll just we'll preface your flipping five with what my original flipping five was because it sounds like we have one. Your Star you're Wars Star, five. Star Wars games that uh, that were impactful in your life. What was your favorite Star Wars game? Uh, so there's two. Maybe I'll give you three. Uh, you're Dark halfway Forces. there. Just add two more. Jedi Knight Fuck. 2 and Knights of the Old Republic. There, there's my other two. Uh, Knights of the Old Republic is that game I can never play long enough to get into mm-hmm. before I go, this looks like butt. I can't stare at this for another 40 hours. Um, but I'm going to make that sound ridiculous when I tell you what the other two are. And that is, uh, did I already say Dark Forces? Yeah. Uh, Shadows of the Empire. And um, Shadows the Empire, what well, at the time was a revolutionary game, but it is very hard to play. All shooters on the N64 are very hard to play. Uh, but I was a big fan of Shizor. I think that was his name, the villain in that. I can't remember. I, I and Dash Rengar was that his yeah. hero's name? Yeah, it's coming back to me. I think that uh, they're I think they're making him canon in something, if I remember correctly. I think he's coming back in like the Mandalorian season two. Good. Or something of that in nature. Uh, X-Wing versus TIE Fighter. I used to play the shit out of that and be terrible at it, but it mm-hmm. was a lot of fun. That was as far as I could get in with uh, Windows 3 technology uh, to play a Star Wars game. 
and it was a lot of fun because we had the the joysticks. You could actually fly the Tie Fighter, but uh, I'm my, an A wing guy myself. My 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 uh, Star Wars story is also control stick related. It's uh, Rogue Squadron. I Ooh, rented shit, it. There are some good Star Wars. Games. I rented it. There, there actually was the for a long time the pre the pre E three the pre pre EA owned Star Wars pre-A. time were, were were good times, but I remember renting. Uh, Rogue Squadron for the N64 and always getting hung up on the harpooning the uh, the Adats Walker. Yeah. and and uh, Steve looks know, like a battle for Naboo guy <laughs> and and circling around I could never do it with the um, nah, with the, with the, with the Nintendo 64 controller and then we bought a Dell right in the middle of dude you're getting a Dell time you know if you remember those commercials it was, it was very, it was a very good it was a very good Dell and it came with some software, and one of the things that it came with was um, Rogue Squadron. And I immediately went out to Media Play and bought a Microsoft Sidewinder flight stick. <laughs> Media Play. And uh, uh, yes, it was it was like the world completely open. Like the, that game was made to be played with a with a joystick, little throttle on the side. You could slow mm-hmm. down and actually get around the the, the feet, and never look back. Probably one of the first games I actually beat. Steve, you got a Star Wars game you like? I think the only one I ever gave any amount of time to is one of the Knights of the Old Republic, KOTOR. Yeah. Mm. I don't remember which one it was. It was okay. But no, none of them ever really grabbed me enough. I love the movies. Don't care about the games. I wanted to play Battlefront for the longest time because I heard it was good. And it was before... Uh, Which I played 2004 Battlefront or modern Battlefront? Uh, the old school one, I think 2004. Okay. Um, because they just reintegrated the, multiplayer support with that one too. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't give a shit about it now. It's too late. <laughs> uh, but I had never played a game like that because that was one of the early Battlefronts where they're like, yeah, it's like basically two armies of people going at it, and I hadn't played anything like that until Battlefront Bad Company Three. When it came out, that was my first taste of like a, basically a fucking war between you, you 30, Mag? 60 people. Yeah. <laughs> we mentioned Mag that was last sec- week. Two too. weeks in a row that we mentioned massive action game. Yeah. No, that was a piece of shit. <laughs> didn't play it. You didn't have a PS3. No, my, my, my first mm-hmm. delve into that would have probably been um, Battlefield Vietnam. I didn't play 1942, I had Vietnam for my PC. And that was mind blowing. His time. own personal Vietnam. Technically, I played Battlefield Three, but it was a ripped copy, and they had bots, so I could play against all the bots, but you couldn't unlock anything because uh, you had to get real scores. And then all the subsequent battlefields, they removed the bots, so I had to either buy a legitimate game or skip it. All right, Jeff. That brings us to the flipping four because Jeff only has four topics, and I still don't know what the topic is. Uh, I think I gave you five Star Wars games. No, no. Is that what we're counting as a flipping five this week? You want to yeah. save your flipping five till next week? All right, man. Star no, Wars games. You... Star Wars games used to be fun, and it used to be able to get multiple genres of games. Um, and now we're kind of with we're, we're nearing the end of EA's, you know, I'll, I'll give sabotage you, of the Star Wars license. So hopefully, before you move on, I want to give you next week's flipping five. And it is I'm going to forget five. what it is. You, you gave me one last. You gave me one last week, and I forgot what it was. No, I it, already saved the place for next one. We're going to do the controllers one. It is a flipping five challenge. 
I want both of you to come up with five games you think I would play, and you get a point for every one I don't own. So we... Could be 80 to now. A game you think I would like. A game you think you would like that we think you don't have. Correct. All right. You get a point... You get a point for everyone I don't own. I won't count uh, ROMs. Uh, and uh, we'll see who gets the high score. I literally just won this if you didn't correct your statement of, or your your goal line. You said game. You need to say video game. <laughs> video games. There you go. <laughs> You're that... Steve to think of a loophole to get out of a week's worth of research. <laughs> <laughs> oh no you're gonna ask me this and i'm gonna be sitting here on my steam library like do you have this <laughs> how many copies of meat boy do you own if it's at least one i get a half a point <laughs> i, I there's i have it on the epic store i have it on steam i think i have oh, it on meat, 360 meat boy they gave that one away for free in in twitch twitch prime too so i think mm -hmm. i have at least four copies of that game <laughs> you know it was just something indie that came to mind but that's one of those pop indie ones you, you, yeah you also need mainstream uh, sellout no, I you, need, it was you cool. need a little bit of a blurb you gotta sell it to me next week all right sounds good have you ever heard of destiny 2 <laughs> tell me more about destiny 2 that brings Actually, us to the video game two minute blast i gave it a name this week Put two minutes on the clock you have exactly two minutes to ask yes or no questions to find out what video game i'm thinking of are you guys ready to go? Yes. Why do you ask us to put on the Whoa. clock? Whoa. You've got the clock. <laughs> you got you're all screwed up, but the clock's on the screen. Go. Uh, is the name of the character no. the title of the game? Is it a male? It's a video game. Is the is main the character, character male? a male? It may be. Maybe. Oh, God. We're going to start it again. You're, um, out, you're killing time. Is it literally a game? I don't know, it could is be it a PC exclusive? No. Uh, Nintendo first party property. No. Sega. No. PlayStation. No. Microsoft. No. Commodore 64. No. Was it an Atari game? No. Was it a Vectrex limited edition? You game? guys are not going to get there. No. Is it, is it a board game? No. <laughs> Does your person wear a hat? They can. Do okay. they have a mustache? They can. Is it a, fight <laughs> is it a fighting game? No. Is it a platformer? No. Is it an action platform? No. <laughs> Is it a mystery? No. Is it an RPG? No. Is it a sports game? No. Is it... Shit. Uh, are they blue? They could be. <laughs> Do they have two tails? No. Shit, I'm out. <laughs> no. Are they a dinosaur hunter? Yeah. Mm, um, no. 38 the seconds. 90s? No. Uh, I'm looking at the Twitch timer, which is behind. It still says I have a minute five. I'm going by that one. 30 seconds. Um, 80s. No. Modern game. Yes. Is it on the PlayStation? Yes. Is it on the PlayStation 3? No. PlayStation 2? No. PlayStation 4? Yes. All right. Is it, uh, <laughs> is it a post-apocalyptic no. game? No. 10 seconds. Is it a critically acclaimed game? Yes. Is it exclusive to the PlayStation? No. Okay. You guys are out of time. I have no fucking clue. We've played this game as a group. 
Still got 25 seconds on the clock. It's uh, Killer Queen Black. Black. Nope. Uh, its genre okay. would probably be cooking simulation. Yeah. Yeah. No Four player, there. multiplayer. Overcooked. Yes, it's overcooked. Yeah, I, was, I did not play that with you. Let's, let's yeah, you did, didn't you? What was it? Uh, that's oh. pre-Jeff. Was that a pre-Jeff game night? You guys got. You guys got deep into. The, <laughs> you guys got deep into the weeds there. The uh, wrong no, we, goddamn direction. We played that with Phil, because we did play four players, but it wasn't Jeff. Yeah. Yeah. It is overcooked. Good choice. We had a we had a like two in a row run there where we actually guessed them. Let's see here. That is about all the time we have this week. Yeah, let's, let's get rid of the crap version of the show. Let's if you like what you saw, head on over to any podcast platform of your choice and search for Game Night Now or head over to GameNightNow.com. For Jeff and Steve, I'm Dan, and we'll see you next week. Not doing it. Not clapping. I won't know where to, I don't know where to cut it. <laughs> you told me last week not to clap at the end because it just runs into one long form it, it, podcast. It does. It does. I don't actually cut it here. It's just part of the, it's part of the shtick. It's our shtick. You give me shit for clapping too early, then shit for not clapping at the end. Make up your goddamn mind. So anyway, speaking of racism. <laughs> I I had a realization today while I was grocery shopping and it's nice the, I got a silver lining of the situation we're in. Is Tell me you can, because <laughs> I want to see you, how this plays out. I mean, it, it can tie in, I guess. You can tell who all the mouth breathers are because they have their fucking noses out of their masks all the time. <laughs> Drives me absolutely crazy to or, see like a super at-risk old woman with her mask down here. Like, don't kill me by walking past me. It's like, hey, just pull it up. That's all you gotta do. Even better, the people who remove the mask to talk to you. Mm -hmm. And um, you would be surprised how many healthcare providers that I've seen and or work with that come in with their masks flipped. Hmm. Well, that's how you get an extra use out of them, like your underwear. Yeah. Oh, no, no, because we have a blue side and a white side. And so many providers One is super absorbent. Right now, and I'm like, we don't have any white masks. What the hell do you have on your face? <laughs> uh, so your racism. Uh, yeah. So um, where is it going with this one? I don't know if I talked about this last time. The guys who made. Uh, I was going to say Destiny 2, but a Bungie dev made a uh, Cards Against Humanity website. Did yep. you guys we talked. We talked about this. Uh, I actually played it though. It actually works out really well, and they have the best function that I could have asked for. And there's a button at the bottom that says "My hand is shit," basically, mm -hmm. and it will play a random card in your hand for you, and then throw away your hand and draw a new one. And that is see what what they should do is let you play a random card from the draw pile. Mm, see, this this is a game developer right here. This is a very good idea. Because I, I do you, love do you know this game. person that made this? You should send them a, a message. Flippin' Sweet has a better idea than their idea. How many great ideas have we come up with on this podcast? Probably like, though? probably like five, maybe six. <laughs> At like, least half a dozen great ideas. <laughs> I like the idea of refreshing your hand over refreshing a single card because there's. But you could get a prompt through. the next card that one you have that you think is a shit card could work perfectly for that. 
yeah, it could, but you just wind up with a bunch of shit in your hand for half the game. Like, well, flush. Anytime I, you just gotta be creative. Yeah. Anytime I've ever played with people, every single time that you play a card that has two or more spaces on it to like play, you're not getting a good response, right? Yeah, everybody uses that opportunity to just ditch two cards and uh well because you're not going to burn two good cards no but if you have like two cards that work well together you just will win that because everybody else is using it as a dump round but no i i really like that idea that you can if you want to burn your hand and just draw new cards because you're going to get some decent things and in a game like that you want funny off the wall things you don't want to be stuck with irrelevant people like shit having abraham lincoln in your hand can be funny in certain circumstances but most of the time that's a dead card like you're not going anywhere with that so but yeah it played really well you need a you need a third party system to just have everybody on board so you can hear reactions it's never going to be quite as good as like sitting around a table drinking beers and playing but it's definitely worthwhile alternative i'm for it we did a virtual yeah. trivia night um, on Friday for a buddy's birthday, and it went pretty good. Smooth. It, uh, uh, there was a lot of, like, when you get a lot of people into, into a Zoom call, it starts to get awkward because nobody wants to unmute their mic, and then as soon as one person unmutes their mic to say something, somebody else does at the same time, and then you're talking over each other. Just do oh, yeah. what I do and just plow right through whatever you're saying. They, yeah, they, they don't. They don't have the great skills like we do, where we just keep talking until one of us loses fatigue, where we just talk <laughs> over each other until one person wins. It's like fuck you, Jeff. The thing is that that actually, I think that I think that our podcast has better flow than a lot of people that aren't used to doing things virtually, because a lot of like you, you can tell when people are used to doing it in room with each other, they have a cadence and they go off each other. There's a lot of oh, oh no no you go ahead you go ahead. We don't oh, do any of that bullshit. We just, so we just plow that. ahead. Every Zoom meeting that we're in, two people bump into each other, and instantly they're like Canadians. They're like, no, no, sorry, sorry, <laughs> you go first. No, no, you sorry, you go first. And I'm just like, fucking just spit it out. Yeah. But, ah. Uh, Jeff, did you watch any of that comedy special? Uh, no, it's two people's no, last names. No, 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 I did not watch the comedy special. I watched a James May. I always want to call him Steve May because you keep <laughs> recommending that I watch stuff with him in it. Uh, the Toy Story. Him. Yes. Yeah. We watched the first episode with the uh, model airplane. That's probably the weakest one, but all right. We enjoyed it. So as long as it gets better, we'll be uh, we'll be set. Uh, Lego House is really good, and the train one is pretty good. Yeah, uh, they Lego, they use Lego super British good. names for all the the toys that they're talking about so i have no idea what the hell's coming up other than legos yeah the the one that we really threw me was uh meccano uh rector like, set yeah i was like what the fuck is meccano and they're like mm. that's just an erector set but that's the american name for it yeah but uh that one's that one's not bad if you really want to skip to the golden one um the uh lego one is really good that's the finale we got to build up to that and don't worry, I already have another James May show to offer you when you're done. Nice. With <laughs> How much do you care about wine? <laughs> None. I have zero interest in wine. Well, that's but great. I, I'll that's watch him talk about anything. He's very interesting. Uh, there's a he did a 
special you'll probably see this guy a few times oz clark shows up and he doesn't mean anything to you until you've seen uh oz and james there's the great wine adventure great wine adventure 2 and drink to britain and they're all like a few years apart and it's really funny to watch him develop through that time because in the first episode he's like i'm just a normal guy i don't want to get ripped off going to a wine store i don't know anything about wine and the other guy's an absolute wine snob and he's just like fucking with him the entire time and by the end of it he's like i can detect everything in this bottle of wine and then well, he, uh, he threw me off in the toy show because he's like i'm 47 years old and he looks like a witch yeah, <laughs> like you look bad for forty-seven. <laughs> look, the British. That's how it works. But uh, no, I I like if you like his shit, you'll like all of his shit because it's the same person just doing different random stuff. So. He he is my my favorite of the Top Gear crew, and my least favorite is the guy who looks like Tiny Hugh Jackman. Yeah, they they all have illustrious careers doing other stuff off of Top Gear. And Hammond has by far the worst set of stuff outside of Top Gear because it's like Wipeout and Big Machines, and he just plays a host. Whereas James May's like, I'm going to do this, and you can watch me or go fuck yourself. Like, I did want to know what the budget of that show, that first episode was, because they built like a thousand of those models. <laughs> uh, yeah, they, in season And then two, there were three field trips they took the kids on. And then they built the giant one. You should see what the season two, because they do a revised edition of a bunch of things they didn't do well. And the the plane, the model plane is the first one they do. And it's actually very expensive what they wind up doing. Hmm. But um, no, yeah, I'd recommend plowing through that. It's a great thing to just have on while you're dicking around. Right. I've been powering through Scott the Waz YouTube videos. Always a always a positive to my day when I hear, hey, all Scott here. Mm-hmm. Like when YouTube just switches to the next video. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't know there was a new one. <laughs> like, what am I learning about today? Yeah, he, his like face made me not click on his videos for probably two years, even though they were mm-hmm. constantly recommended to me. And I'm like, ah, I'll just watch one of these. Him and JonTron. And I kicked myself for not coming around to both of them soon. Yeah. No, I haven't I haven't jumped into JonTron yet. He's another one that's, whose the, face uh, is, is keeping me away. Watch the JonTron uh, Crystal Skull Vodka yeah. one. That'll, that'll turn you. Okay. But I yeah. watched him do Flex Tape, I think. Flex uh, Tape is also very good. But I, I haven't watched much else than that. He got into some hot water a while ago for something. Probably racism. <laughs> it was either racism or he, like, temporarily turned into a Tiki Torch uh, carrying member and then sped back on it or something like that. Always possible. He's trying to rehab his image the last time I ever saw something from him. Well, he I mean, could no. do... Uh, I can't wait that? until one of us says something awful and we have to do an apology video. I called uh, Mayan a jizz sock last week. You did, you did. <laughs> uh, I, said I, I don't. I don't think Mayan has a big. You lobby. should make an apology video of two Mayans. I just want to apologize to Mayan. Uh, he's a valued member of this team. Uh, he's the real crust of this podcast. <laughs> a lot I like a jizz sock. Really <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll have to do an apology for my apology video. I think that could work. 
Yeah, it's all right. I'll play Destiny with him later, and I'll be like, "Hey, did you know somebody called you a jizz sock the other day?" <laughs> somebody in the somebody in chat called you a jizz sock the other day. If, he ever, if he ever comes back on the show, we know what his static image is going to be. Our executive director, He's Poochie forever. <laughs> our legal counsel called you a jizz sock. <laughs> also, the uh, it's not good when HR is is the one committing the HR uh, harassment. legal counsel, the online modding or online community leader. You're the, all, head of creative too. Head of creative. That's right. Yeah. Uh, what is it? The marketing director. <laughs> Definitely marketing director. Yeah. 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 So speaking of shit, nobody cares about but me. Uh, I updated the flipper buttons on my pinball. Oh cabinet. yeah, how them leaf I, switches going or whatever the so, hell. So uh, I've been work? using, I've been using micro switch now because I did it right before we went live and I hadn't had a chance to test uh, them yet. You said you had them, you didn't install them. Uh, so yeah, I'm living in a lagless world right now when it comes to pinball, and it turns out that I'm not shit at pinball. It's that my controller is shit at pinball. All right, here we go. Because yeah. this is, you're I'm, talking a lot of big game for somebody that hasn't streamed pinball in two weeks. What, what are we doing well, here? So do we have do we have I any do we have dates to announce? Are we streaming this week? We're streaming Friday. All right, good. Tell stuff. me what um, the optimum lag time is. Just like I'll tell you the optimal symmetrical layout for buttons on your mouse. <laughs> so uh, when I when I would take a shot, like you, I don't know how how much of my streams you watch, but you'll hear this phrase a lot. Oh, I'm bricking this shot, bricking these shots. I'm not hitting anything today. And it's because there is a delay between when my brain goes, the ball should get hit here, and when the flipper goes, sure, up. Uh, with these leaf switches, I can kind of like uh, feather it, brother, and do like a softer shot. So if I want to hit the orbit, I can hit the orbit. If I need to hit a specific ramp, I can hit that specific ramp. I still can't do shit about that I can't nudge on live stream which takes away from my ability, but it is, what is, what is your, why can't you do that? Is it, was it because the screen I'd, would shake? I'd shake the hell out of the, uh, webcam. Just do can you mount the webcam somewhere else. I could, but then the other problem is my machine is too heavy to fine tune nudge. So you basically have to like drive a Buick through it to get it to register. My future plans, I will replace that uh, cabinet body when I go to a 4K monitor. But that's that's down the line. That's after we get a new roof on this place. Your priorities are not in line. I know they're not. Is that... So your, your regular, your main monitor on your cab, that, is that mm -hmm. a 16 by 9 regular aspect ratio so monitor? 40, yep, 40-inch 40 uh, HDTV. Okay. Ooh, it's an HDTV. It's not, it's not a monitor because a monitor to fit that cab perfectly is like twelve hundred dollars. Yeah. Mm. I did not realize till it was too late a while back that TVs and monitors are two very different beasts when it comes mm -hmm. to uh, hooking up a computer. Because when I upgraded from, I can't remember the sizes at all. My old school monitor. Uh, I was told I, it doesn't matter. No, I splurged and I bought a like 40 some inch TV and I plugged it in. I was like, everything's like fuzzy. Like text doesn't display right. I was like, that's your, that's your, that's your, that's uh, your Chroma. It's your 444 like pixel representation. So you probably had a 42, yeah. which means yeah, only every other pixel are lighting up. Nerd. Yeah, but if you if you can buy a TV, you can buy a TV that will work very well for a computer monitor. There's a few things you just need to look at, and the the 
the, your uh, you just look for four fours. If it says four 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 in the specs, you're golden. No, I'm good. I just had, bought a new uh, new monitor. Or no, I got a new monitor for Christmas, so now I have a really good one and a okay one, and I can look into the okay one. So, so story uh, time. This is not the original monitor of my pinball cabinet. I once had a much nicer, faster refresh rate monitor in there, uh, but this is before I had glass on it, <laughs> and I was playing in a room that had shelving on the sides. And a soda stream bottle went like this right off the shelf and nosedive dead center in that flat screen TV. Cracked all the way from edge to edge. Uh, a week after my warranty expired. That's a shame. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does your so warranty I, cover soda stream bottles? That is that is the hubris of man to put a soda stream bottle above your electronics. Yes. Uh, it had not moved. Like there was a dust ring around where that thing was on the That's, shelf. I, I'm pretty sure move. everybody's Soda Stream has a dust ring around it. I'm yeah, not sure yeah. anybody's happy with that purchase. If Even you're if you're in the chat and you're happy with your ago. Soda Stream purchase, let me know. I gave mine away after the initial uh, test cartridge ran out of carbonation. <laughs> yeah, we chucked ours. We got it. Somebody gave one to us for Christmas. I think it was my father-in-law, and we used it like twice. And I was like. Why the fuck would I put up with all of this for mediocre soda? <laughs> like this is this is fucking stupid. Awful lot of work to do for no payoff. Yeah, and I was like, it's more. I don't even feel good about using it because I'm like, I think I'm creating a bomb in my hands, and I don't <laughs> want to fuck with this thing. So no, and then after I found out you had to play that game of taking cartridges to like craft stores <laughs> to get a replacement, I was mm-hmm. like, eh, fuck all of that. Yeah, I'll pay 93 cents when a Pepsi's on sale and buy like 40 of them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't even drink soda. I feel anymore. like, I, feel like I, I don't as well. I'm like 99% water and then an occasional milkshake because I'm a fat piece of shit. Um, <laughs> I feel like, I feel like this is where I can lose the day in here. Coke or Pepsi? I'm, I'm not really a, a soda guy. Son of a bitch. Sorry. I'm trying to get some arguments going. No. Here. Uh, I Mountain Dew, the Mountain Dew. On the other hand, I can drink Hill a little bit of champagne. I can drink a Mountain Dew. Max and I lived on Mountain Dew. I, I don't think we had food in our house. For <laughs> you always had Dew. It was beer and Mountain Dew. I, I don't think I can't remember actually going to the store and buying food that needed stored in the refrigerator. Was the hardest part about it telling your wife you're sterile? <laughs> <laughs> so are you? You're still a Mountain Dew person? Uh, n- not really. I mean, I. I, I there are certain foods that Mountain Dew is a requirement. Pizza, gotta have, you gotta See, have Mountain Dew as pizza. Pizza is a Coke product, and if you, <laughs> what the fuck, like if you get like a delivery pizza, and they give you Pepsi, it's not gonna taste great. I, it always I tastes like shit with pizza. I understand where you're coming from because we lived in an age where if you ever went to any pizza place that wasn't a chain. You got a slice of pizza on the shittiest paper plate known to man and a Coca-Cola coffee or Coca-Cola cup to go to the machine and get Coke. Everything was Coke with your yep. pizza. So I'll I'll say, yeah, you're right on that one. Yeah, I'll drink Pepsi with anything else. We didn't, uh, we didn't have Doritos pop. in the refrigerator. So I'm talking specifically about uh, refrigerator stuff. Yeah, I she came in with Doritos and I was like, what the hell is she talking about? We're talking yeah. about pizza, Coke, and Pepsi here. Am um, I? My taste in soda kind of flip-flopped for 
a few years. Like I'd just be really into one thing and then ditch Root it. Beer, Dr. Pepper, and ginger ale are the don't, only things I'll switch up now. Don't don't like Dr. Pepper. Um, Dr. Pepper was an acquired taste. It's something I did not like for years. Root, root, if then, I go to an A and W, like which I don't even know if exists anymore. We there used to be an A and W in State College. Didn't Long the John tap, Silver's just the tap root, the tap root beer is nice. I like that root beer. Uh, well, I don't like root beer out of a can. I'm a, I'm a snob like that. It's got to be Barks. Mugs root beer is just disgusting. McDonald's is the most refreshing Coke on the planet. I'm um, a sweet tea guy at McDonald's. Uh, no, uh, it can't do sweet tea. That shit's diabetes. It is, but the the, the, the hack is you go, diabetes, you go half sweet tea, half candy. unsweet tea, and it balances out to like a normal amount of sugar. I don't think there's any but science. It's literally to just <laughs> sweet end tea, and that's like Turkey Hill or Brisk. But uh, no, I Turkey I, Hill and Brisk. The the, the 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 tea you get in a can it shouldn't even be classified as tea. That is not iced tea. That does not even taste in the same family as iced tea. <laughs> no, but I'm telling you that is sweet end tea. That is not sweet tea. Sweet tea is like literally the maximum amount of sugar that you can dissolve. I'm, I mean, I'm not a I'm not a big fan of sweet tea. Like if if like the you southern be able to southern style like Turkey yeah. Hill Swiss sweet tea. Yeah, I don't like that. I like the yeah. You need to when I think sweet tea, I think the kind of shit that you drink and then you can your teeth hurt, your yeah. own cells die. <laughs> they're energizing to the point where they are just exploding inside your body. Mm-hmm. But no, I I did I gave up kind of soda for a long time and gravitated towards Turkey Hill tea, and I drank that pretty much. And fired out fifteen body. kidney stones and went. <laughs> No, I do not have the genetic disposition towards acylic acid. So uh, I'm gonna get a boulder sized kidney stone one of these days. <laughs> no, but I, I gave up um, sugary drinks when my wife went keto, and I actually didn't go back to it after I gave up after a week. So I did um, those the little drink mix packets in an effort to get off of drinking pop. And then once those started tasting bland to me, I just switched to water. Yeah, I did. I do tea. Like I'll, I start my day off at work and I'll make, like a coffee maybe, but usually just a, a, like a hot tea, and then I let it cool for an hour and then throw ice in it, and I just have straight up iced tea for the rest of the day and like a, a that coffee. Sounds like work. My room, my my roommate, my one of my coworkers. So at the hospital, there are just coffee stations everywhere. Like every event yeah. has a coffee station at it, and we just you know you want a cup of coffee, just go for a walk, and you'll find a free cup of coffee somewhere. He will age his coffee overnight because he likes his coffee at room temperature, which is literally the only temperature that coffee is not acceptable to be. You're a weird guy, Ace. Hot coffee, yeah, I... good. Iced coffee, good. Room temperature coffee, awful. And what's Patrick. even worse is if he's getting the free coffee that you find around, it's the Seattle. This, this is the same. This is the same guy that mayonnaized up his uh, his celery sticks. So. <laughs> You, you just found future as far as food is concerned. But no. Uh, I like how they have the balls, by the way, to call it Seattle's best when Starbucks also comes from Seattle. It's owned like, by no, Starbucks. Is it? Yeah. Then it's it's garbage. It's I, I, I've never heard a positive thing about coffee. Side note, I don't drink coffee. I didn't used to until there was just free coffee literally everywhere. Just littered, just or riches of free coffee. 
I'm I'm starting to understand how coffee affects me, and it amps up my anxiety if I'm having a bad day. So if if I know I'm headed for stressful shit throughout the day, I won't drink coffee because I'll just sit there like like these motherfuckers and like wait, why am I freaking out so much? I'm completely and, yeah. immune to caffeine. Caffeine has no effect on me. I can drink a two cups of coffee right before bed and be fine. I, I feel like next week is the Red Bull challenge for Dan. <laughs> Red Bull Red Bull messes me up. Like it makes my heart flutter. You, yeah, you never never there's nothing beating scarier than dollar Red Bull and vodka night at the bar <laughs> after having a couple dozen of those things and just being hammered out of your mind and also thinking you're dying. Not yeah. great. Uh, all energy drinks since high school have all tasted like shit. I never understood how people can stomach Red Bull. It literally tastes like you Smart. crush up Smarties, Smarties and you put them yeah. in. Uh, I like Smarties, but I don't like Red Bull. Uh, it's disgusting. Like, it's just, it sucks. Yeah, I don't know whose uh, brilliant idea it was to mix it with booze and sell it for a dollar. Speaking of uh, candy, I finished my Halloween candy today. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> what was the last piece to go? Uh, sweet Tart Skulls and Bones. Mm. Circus Peanut from 1958. Circus <laughs> yes. Peanuts are gross. That might be Circus one of the grossest peanut, candies. It is not the grossest candy. Uh, those satellite wafers are the grossest candy. I'm trying to remember what those are. You is never that... find them whole. They're usually in a smashed up generic bag at a supermarket. Are they like in <laughs> wax paper? Like, do they sell them in wax no, no, paper? No, not, not, not the dots. Not Necco wafers or whatever? No, yeah, no, they're, you, they're... You're talking about the ones that dissolve in your mouth and then it's yes. just a bunch of yeah. those. They look like a packing awesome. peanut, but it's shaped like a UFO. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know that I've ever experienced those before. It, it, no, nobody has. Union <laughs> wafer with uh, sprinkles, like the shittiest sprinkles inside. It but... looks like you're eating uh, a foam version of like a free colored kids ice cream cone. Like, you know, they used to have like pink and green and yellow ice cream cone that they used to sell. Hmm. Help me out here. I'm dying. Hmm. Uh, yeah. I, don't know, I don't know what these are. I'm trying to think of other disgusting candy. I'm not a big coconut guy, so like all enjoy and, and mounds are a big turnoff. No, yeah, those are gross. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I can't do any of that stuff anymore. It all tastes just like raw sugar to me. Like when I was a kid, every fucking candy under the sun would just, I'd down it. It was amazing. But now it's just like, no. These guys. I'm I'm sitting there with my forty percent chocolate or seventy percent dark chocolate. Like, hmm, this has enough sugar in it for me. I I feel like uh, I don't want your wife to hate me, but milk duds are fantastic. <laughs> I've disagreed with literally everything she said in chat since she joined up on Twitch. <laughs> you you really uh, have. I, I feel like you've you're like we have a nice milk duds like... are chocolate and caramel. How do you not like that? I like milk duds. What are the ones that? Malted milk malted balls. Milk balls. Those are I gross. love those. Too. But as far as all right, so milk. I, I'm going to defend her statement here because milk duds always sneak their way into the multi pack of like Hershey's. You don't seek out a milk dud. Milk no. duds find you. No, <laughs> nobody has ever gone. Oh, you know what I could crave right now? Milk dud. Mm-hmm. No, garbage. It's not true. I, I have absolute but, garbage. Uh, no, because you you put them in the fridge and you get them like like teeth shattering hard, and then you just uh, you, you like, suck on them for like forty minutes. That's what she said. Do you want um? You, what are your opinion on Peeps? Not a fan. Marshmallow Awful. Peeps. My uh, my dog, three dogs ago, used to bite the heads off of them and then throw the heads in a different area. He didn't like the heads. I like them stale. Yeah. 
like real stale like almost hard I'd rather just, like, I'd rather just have a marshmallow <laughs> it's a nice like a little sugar on the outside no it's I don't, a good time I don't, marshmallows i don't like because i don't like that powder they put on the outside of them i'm fine with that i can't do just granulated sugar by itself you're not a uh pixie stick guy a fun dip fun dip's no, no, good no, no. Those are different because those are powdered, nearly powdered sugar, and it's flavored, but I don't like just straight granulated sugar on stuff. These things look gross. They did that shit to me the one time. (laughs) Those dissolve when you put them in your mouth, and they have, like, no flavor. What, the... uh, The satellite satellite wafers. wafers. I've I've literally never even heard of this. Hershey probably owns it. It's very close in ranking to a circus peanut for the most disgusting food. If you have to put edible... (laughs) <laughs> before your name it's not okay. a good candy those are literally like communion wafers almost it filled with sour powder edible satellite wafers filled with sour powder you you could tell me it tastes like anything and I would believe you because I've never put one of them <laughs> they're not usually sour powder they're usually those the sprinkles that are just like the really hard dots the worst sprinkles oh, that filled with eat. assorted candy beans. <laughs> candy beans? Car- sorry, beads. Candy beads. Oh, there was okay. a glare on the packaging. I uh I kind of think we should just create a candy that just says it has assorted candy beans inside of it. Yeah. Make sure it says edible on the front. <laughs> yeah, they gotta know it's edible. That's ridiculous. I'm going to buy some of these. There's an ASMR video of somebody eating satellite wafers. <laughs> I feel like like they've, it's been the same candy since it came out in the depression. You guys, I feel like they should guys... just put some pop rocks in the middle of it. Oh, it's been removed from YouTube. I know you're going in real hard on these, but I used to eat them as a kid. I just dump out the sprinkles. So, eh, they were okay. okay. It was it was you're the circus peanut. It was the novelty of something sort of dissolving in your mouth that had no taste. God, a- ASMR is the stupidest <laughs> fucking thing. Sorry, I'm not listening. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at... Liberty Mutual you know the, take 96. You know packing peanuts that dissolve in water? Mm-hmm. That is the exact same thing as those, except it's not flattened and then made into a different shape. If you take one of those, it's, it's just a starch of some kind. And throw it in your mouth, let it dissolve. You're oh, eating. man, it sounds like she's eating a packing peanut. Yeah, it's foam. It it's, looks like foam. Does it taste like foam? It doesn't taste like anything. It just tastes like... And you didn't eat uh, the inside stuff. You just ate the foam part. Yeah, it jumped out. As a, it's the novelty of having something melt in your mouth. Hey, here's here's a. Uh, while we're on the the train of thought of old people candy, how do you feel about cow tails? My cousins used to love those things. Um, They're so good. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not against it's vanilla. Them. It's caramel. But uh, every time I buy them, I get a look like, all right, grandpa. Is that a grandpa? Wait, is that grandpa candy now? It's got to be a grandpa candy. Clay, Clay doesn't like, like when you when chat. you when you get the little like discs that have a little vanilla in the middle and the caramel on the outside. Yeah, I'll take my diabetes a different way. Okay. Anything from Reese's, I'm I'm a sucker for literally anything from Reese's. Jeff, a fast break yes. is my favorite candy bar of all time. Payday uh, bar. You said you found your Zoom. I did. Do you think there's still anything on it? There is. All of my music from 2003. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking about... And a picture of Gurr from Invader Zim is my background. I had to buy a charging cable from Amazon 
You should have just asked me. Mine's permanently lodged in the bottom of it because the tab to take it off broke <laughs> off, and you have to jab pens into each side of it to pull it out. Nice. Uh, I'm pretty sure I have lost episodes of Anger Video Game Nerd online because I used to use it more as a media player than a music player. Is there a way to get your your data off of there? I don't think so. So <laughs> I have to... Well, no, I need... I need to plug it into my PC because it'll just work as a giant USB. Like you can, you can modify the files. I think I have an old laptop with Windows XP on it that might still have the Zune software on it. I don't think you need it. I think you can drag and drop files out of it by just like getting into it. Because um, back in the day, I used to download a third-party program that would let me rip videos straight from websites, and I would rip. Um, angry video game nerd episodes off of screwattack.com and that was before he was like a sponsored person because all of the ones you see now are altered because he used to put in like if he was doing a review of like bill and ted's excellent adventure or terminator he would cut in like scenes from those movies in between parts and he had mm -hmm. to take all those out because of the dmca takedowns after he would try to monetize them so the original videos as you would have saw them when they first came out are gone. You can't see them anymore. But I think I think I actually have all of them on this thing if I can figure out well, if the battery is not toast. That's that's the biggest problem. The it should battery. still fire up plugged in. I'm hoping. I've killed a lot of electronics by either never plugging them in or leaving batteries in them. I mean, the only thing that probably would, would kill you is if the battery leaked. And I did find it. a bloated cell phone battery while I was uh, cleaning this weekend. I was like, well, I can't recycle this till I'm allowed to leave the house anymore. So it's just kind of sitting there. You can just throw it in the trash and let the trash like truck catch on fire. Have you, did you see that? I think that was out in Pittsburgh. It was, was it? The, it was on the news the other week. Somebody, yeah, that was... somebody threw like a propane bottle and like a bunch of lithium batteries in, in the garbage <laughs> and the fucking trash the trash. I the, I the feel garbage truck. I don't know why I kept trying to call it a trash truck. That doesn't sound good. It's a garbage truck. It's alliteration. Um, no, I I, uh, I feel bad when I throw too much away. Like so, if I throw out lawn clippings or something like that, they are neatly organized in a bag. They're not too heavy. But if I have more than two bags that go out, I feel bad for the garbage man. And then like I'll we'll go on our walk on garbage day, and somebody will put like a 60 foot tree cut up into four foot sections and just leave it on their curb for them to pick up. I'm like, okay, I'm not that big of a dick. Our, our guys have the special hooks now that they, and they gave us all trash cans. So I don't, mm. I will literally throw anything of any weight in there because I know they're not looking <laughs> at it. Just throw it in. Uh, we still have normal pickup. So I at least try to even out the two trash cans because having two cats means there's going to be one, like, 50 pound bag full of cat littered shit in there and i'm like all right uh, that's gonna go in this one along with like yeah. the paper products and then how the much how much of your trash in a percentage wise would you say is shit right percent <laughs> right now yeah yeah um because you, you have a kid that's that. still in diapers and you have two yeah. cats pooping the raccoon like 40, that gets into my garbage shit? and just gets cat shit. Are we doing percentage by volume or percentage by weight? <laughs> oh, man. Somehow we always end up back at shit. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's life nowadays.
now and days. Yeah. That's about all the time we had this week. If you like, we saw all that shit I said earlier for Steve and Jeff and Dan on this. We see you. We'll see you next week. <laughs> I love it.